Hey, welcome to Annotated ELA, a podcast for ELA teachers looking for ways to engage and motivate your students to be better readers, writers, communicators, and people. I'm your host, Melissa, a classroom teacher with 20 years experience in middle school. Join me right here each week for practical tips, stories, inspiration, and actionable strategies to use in your classroom and some laughs. Are you ready? Let's get to it. Hey friends, welcome to Annotated ELA. Have you ever thought that the best part of a novel unit is having a plan for those next three to four weeks? It feels so liberating to have a unit planned and lessons ready to go, especially when you're working with a team. It's also so much fun to get students excited about the topic and the story. It's the start of something new and exciting, except when it isn't. Novel units can also feel overwhelming. Trying to fit all the things into that three to four weeks can feel impossible. Let's take that overwhelm and kick it to the curb because having a guide for planning novel units will streamline the process and bring back the fun. I am so excited you're here today. We are talking novel unit planning. If you find today's episode helpful, I would really appreciate you sharing it with all your teacher friends. Take a screenshot of this episode and share the love in your Instagram stories. Tag me at annotated ELA. Let's get to it. First, start with the standards. Standards should be the North Star of planning. They guide all that we do. This also helps to manage the overwhelm of trying to fit it all in. Keep the focus on the standards being taught. And novel units teach a large amount of standards. This is when it's beneficial to compartmentalize or spread the wealth of those standards. For example, what standards will be covered in the pre-reading activity or the during reading activity or the post-reading activity or even the vocabulary? Place standards strategically for each part of your novel unit planning. The next step is to determine or consider what topics or themes you want to cover from the novel. Make a list of three to five topics and keep this in mind while planning. It will come in handy when crafting the essential question and creating activities for students to complete before, during, and after reading. Really diving in to the deeper reason and the deeper meaning for reading the novel and what you want students to walk away with. The third step is to craft that essential question. Essential questions are a powerful and beneficial tool in the classroom and for novel units because they encourage students to be curious and explore the topic on a deeper level. Since essential questions have no real right or wrong answer, they tend to encourage ongoing inquiry, spark more questions, invite the exploration of ideas, and encourage collaboration, all while allowing students to draw their own conclusions about the material. The essential question becomes the new North Star of the novel unit because it will drive everything that you and the students do while reading. The fourth step is to gather vocabulary for the unit and from the novel. I like to start with tier one words from the chapters of the novel, looking for words that students may not know, but need to know to have a richer understanding of the characters, the setting, the plot, the meaning of what's going on. 
Three to five words is a good rule of thumb, but of course, more can be found. Admission time, I tend to find all the words. For example, I found 12 words in the first five pages of a novel that I'm planning for this year. I write all the words down because I give the students a choice. I have students track vocabulary as we read, but I also put a list on the board or on a sheet for them or in Google class. However, I decide to do it. I give them all the words from my list, which can sometimes be 12 to 15 words. But then I ask them while we're reading to look for words that they might find or to notice the words that I have found. And then at the end of the chapter or before reading the chapter, they pick three to five. I often have them work with the words after reading. I give them the list of words before we read and I'll read the words to them. And then while we're reading, I'll stop and we'll talk about the words that I have on my list. And then when we're finished, I give them time to pick three to five from that list and work with it, but do what works for you. All right, back to vocabulary gathering. Next, I write down the tier two words or what words students will need to know that can be used across content areas. Am I going to ask them to evaluate, analyze, infer, elaborate? Do they know what that means? I'll write those words down. And finally, I gather the tier three words for the unit. So what content specific words will students need to be successful? For example, plot, exposition, conflict, climax, character, point of view. What am I teaching? What are they going to need to know? All of this to say that vocabulary instruction can be so overwhelming. So start small, choose three to five words for every few chapters or choose three to five tier three words and skip tier two words altogether. Do what works. Some vocabulary leads to more vocabulary. We want our students to become word collectors. So do what works for you. It might also help to consider including tier two and three words in bell ringers or as exit tickets, finding ways to incorporate it into what is already happening in the classroom. Step five in novel unit planning is to determine a pre-reading activity. These are opportunities to hook your students in and provide some background on the topics and ideas that will be discussed while reading. It activates students' thinking and primes them to engage in the novel. Some ideas for pre-reading activities include anticipation guides or stations, where you craft statements related to the topics of the novel and have students agree or disagree with the statements and then explain why. You can even take this a step further and do a philosophical chairs or a quote unquote debate and have students stand on an agree side of the room and a disagree side on the room, depending on what they answered while completing the activity and have them share their thoughts and then move sides as they change their minds or as the questions change. Another pre-reading activity is to take 5, 10, 15 quotes from the novel and have students make predictions about the novel using those quotes. And of course, have students answer the essential question before they even start reading to explore their thoughts on that topic before getting started. Step six in the novel unit planning is to determine what activities will be completed during reading. Having students complete activities while reading promotes comprehension, engagement, 
and allows time to process information from the novel. Some ideas for during reading activities could be an evidence tracker for the essential question. So keeping that essential question at the top of their mind and giving them a place to track evidence to support the answer that they've come up with or possibly to refute it and have them change their minds. Another activity during reading could be comprehension questions or question trails, finding different ways to ask students questions that help them dig deeper into those topics and themes that you want them to, or just basic comprehension, are they getting it questions. Another activity could be doing a Socratic seminar on one of the chapters or several of the chapters having silent discussions where students are just writing and not talking, but moving from piece of paper to piece of paper to continue the conversation. Students could also complete double entry journals. There could be character analysis activities, such as having a head on a piece of paper and students draw and write what is in a character's mind. One pagers, scavenger hunts, Entrance and exit tickets, quick writes, and even quizzes can all be during reading activities. Step seven in the novel unit planning guide is to decide on the post-reading activity or activities. This is the time to analyze and evaluate the topics, the themes from the novel, make a final determination on the essential question, and bring it all together. Some go-to once we've finished reading activities that I like to rinse and repeat and use again and again is to have students revisit the anticipation guide statements if we completed them and discuss if any of their answers have changed since reading the novel or if they have a new perspective on any of those statements. I also really like to have the students answer that essential question before reading because I like them to go back and see what they wrote, what were their thoughts before reading, and do they have those same thoughts after reading and looking at the evidence they've tracked? This is a powerful time to rethink our thinking. Some suggestions for after reading activities include choice boards so that it is possible to incorporate multiple activities and provide choice for students, hexagonal thinking activities, literary analysis or response to literature, which is a must if you want students to write about the essential question and answer that. It's a great time to defend or argue their answer and use evidence from the text to support that in their writing. Of course, rewriting the ending is always a fun activity. Creating chapter titles if the novel does not include chapter titles developing a character playlist where students might come up with five to 10 songs for a character and explain those choices using evidence from the text. Students could create a podcast where they interview a character or characters from the novel. Creating a book cover is always fun for the artistic students. Writing a book review or recommendation, making a book trailer video, completing a one-pager, And of course, um, students can always take a test. 
There are so many options for activities to complete during reading or after reading. This is just a few suggestions. Take what you will and use what you need. And if you have other great ideas, use them. And I would love to hear them because I'm always looking for new things to do in the classroom. Let's recap our novel unit planning guide. Step one is to start with the standards. Step two is to consider which topics or themes from the novel you will explore with students. Step three is to craft an essential question. Step four is to gather vocabulary words that students will need to know. Step five is to determine pre-reading activities. Step six is to determine during reading activities. And step seven is to determine post-reading activities. I have some final thoughts that I wanted to share. Quizzes and tests definitely have a place. So consider when making quizzes that multiple choice is for vocabulary review and have a written response for questions that deal with the text. Use the essential question and the standards to guide quiz and test questions and really think about what you want students to be exploring when crafting those questions. Another thing is not everything has to be done. It can feel so overwhelming. ELA has so many standards and so much to fit in and novel units can hit so many standards, but it doesn't all have to be done. So pick and choose what works for your students and your situation and be intentional. Another suggestion, and I cannot emphasize this enough, is rinse and repeat. Make note of activities and strategies that work and use those strategies again and again and again. The students are not going to get bored. There is a certain comfort in knowing how we're doing something so that we can wrestle with the what we're doing, the actual content of the activity. It frees our brain up to focus on what we're learning and not figuring out how we're going to learn it. Reuse those activities that work. It's okay. And it saves you time. And finally, have fun. Reading is fun. And we want to remind our students that ELA is fun. Writing is fun. Reading is fun. There's no right or wrong answer in ELA class because we are exploring the topics, the feelings, and the themes of the world. And reading brings that to us. What an amazing and exciting thing to share in our classrooms. If you found this episode helpful, it could be helpful to others to help spread the love about annotated ELA. Take a screenshot of this episode, add it to your IG stories and tag me at annotated ELA. I so appreciate you being here until next time, friends. The magic is in the process. Thanks for hanging out with me and listening to today's episode. For more support with all things ELA, visit my free resource page on my website at annotatedela.com slash free. Until next time, friends, remember the magic is in the process.